Welcome to our podcast, which we hope will be informative, entertaining, and family-friendly. Aloha, I'm Christopher. I have a fancy piece of paper on my wall that says, I know more about history than you. And I'm Shirley. I'm a homeschool mom that relies on good curriculum, DKI witness books, and Christopher to teach our kids history. Hey, honey, I have a history question. I love history questions. Why was mustard gas so bad? Because I know that you hate mustard, but I mean, a lot of people really enjoy it, like on a sandwich or a hot dog or something. Oh my goodness. And, and I've never noticed, like after I've eaten a lot of mustard, I haven't noticed like feeling more gassy or like more noxious gas. So I don't understand how that happens. Give me strength. <laughs> what? I love you. Yes. Okay. Mustard gas has nothing to do with mustard. Then why is it called mustard gas? Did it smell like mustard? Was it yellow like mustard? Yes, it oh. was yellow like mustard. Is it derived from the mustard seed? Not to my knowledge, no. Okay. Mustard gas is essentially chlorine gas. Yes, chlorine, the same stuff that you use in your swimming pool. Chlorine by itself is toxic, is deadly to human beings. Mustard gas was called mustard glass because it was yellow. It had nothing to do with mustard, the taste of mustard, or the stuff that people put on their condiments. If I remember correctly, the soldiers that survived mustard gas attacks often described it as having kind of a sweet smell, but I might be wrong about that. Oh, I'd have weird. to look it up. Yes. Okay, so I, I, I do want to say, because I'm not an entire idiot in real life. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> if I'm wrong, maybe you know this better. So they tell you to not mix cleaning products. Like you're not supposed to use ammonia and bleach to clean at the same time. Like don't mix it. And I believe that's because that creates mustard gas. Does that sound right? Because like bleach is chlorine be bleach. Dang it, Shirley, I'm a historian, not a chemist. Okay, okay, so you don't, but I'm, okay, I'm pretty sure. Just PSA, never mix cleaning products because you can create noxious fumes. And I'm pretty sure one of those noxious chemicals that you can create is mustard gas. That sounds awful. There should be warning labels. To there are warning labels. Not to do there are warning things. labels, but who reads the labels? Not stupid people. That's true. Mm -hmm. Okay, but so I, I really do want to know about mustard gas, though, for real, because I know it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Which war fact, are we talking? All right, so mustard gas made its premiere in World War One, and in fact, it was so deadly, so scary, so awful. Everybody was so frightened or traumatized by it that during the Second World War, Nobody used poison gas. Well, I should amend myself. Uh, the Italians did use poison gas weapons when they were invading Ethiopia. But outside of that, even big, bad, monster of all humanity, Adolf Hitler, did not use poison gas on the battlefield because it was just, it was that stigma to it, that bad memory, that awful experience, how awful it was. So even Nazis aren't bad enough to use. So Boys I want to be gas. clear, on the battlefield, they <laughs> okay. had no problem using it oh, to sure. kill innocent civilians and Obviously. communists and uh, the Jewish community and anybody else that they decided to lock up. But yes, they never used it as a weapon on the battlefield. That's really interesting. Was it mostly because... At least not that I ever read about. But is it just because they were worried about like backblow, like it would hurt their own soldiers? 
That's entirely possible. I personally choose to believe it's because that yeah, it's, it wasn't it wasn't worth it or not just that it wasn't worth it. I, I personally choose to believe it's because they just thought that was so wrong. That was so bad. We don't want to use that. We don't want to worry about that. So I say that, but at the same, so even though nobody ended up weaponizing poison gas or using the weaponized poison gas during world war two, mm-hmm. again, with the exception of the Italians, um, everybody was convinced was like waiting for the other side to use it. So soldiers still had gas masks. Soldiers were still trained on what to do in case of gas attacks but it never came into being. Okay. That makes sense. So to go back to the original question, yeah, mustard <laughs> gas made its uh, first appearance in world war one. And the particularly sinister thing about it, if I remember correctly, the Germans used it more often than anybody else because, and there's a bit of science into here because uh, chlorine gas or mustard gas is heavier than the regular air we breathe. Oh. So when you open up a gas canister, it's not going to just waft itself out. You've got to actually like pour it. You got to dump it out. And because it's heavier than the air around us, it will fall and it will stay down low. Now, granted you get enough of it in the confined, in a confined space. And yeah, it's going to be able to cloud up the room and kill you. Right. But what the Germans most often did with it was (laughs) they had the high ground often enough during world war one. And so they would open up the canisters and they would let that gas roll on down the hill to where the enemies were so that's what anakin needed what or obi-wan who had the high ground oh my give me strength so that's what i'm learning here if you have the high ground use mustard gas that is when it is most useful yes please do not disclaimer do not use mustard gas (laughs) Whether you have the high ground, the low ground, any kind of ground or no ground, mustard gas is bad. Do not use. Keep out of reach of children. Read the freaking label. <laughs> okay. So, sorry. So, you said the Germans most often had the high ground, so it was useful to them. Yes. Because the gas is heavy, it would fall. And it would be doubly so, or double deadly because of World War One being trench warfare. Oh, it would go into the trenches. Yeah, and what are the trenches? They're holes in the ground. They're down. So the gas gets in there, and then it stays in there. It kind of turns those trenches into a a gas pool, if you will. Oh, that's super bad. Yeah, so the soldiers inside have two options. Option number one, put on your gas mask and hope that it works. Option number two, hop out of the trench. And then get shot. And then get shot. Wait, so is mustard gas only a problem if you breathe it in or would it like hurt their exposed skin as well? I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly. If I remember correctly, however, it's harmless on your skin, um, uh, on your skin itself. If it gets into your eyes, that's bad. But if you wear a gas mask so it doesn't get into your eyes, you can't breathe it in, then I believe it's harmless. Oh, okay. So you got to hope that you have a gas mask that fits right. Yes. Often enough, uh, and some people perhaps have experienced this with COVID of late, uh, with the, the I, I don't know, all the masks, the K95s and the N95s yeah. and the whatever else there are. Yeah, if you had uh, too big of a beard, which was common enough in World War One, right. uh, and with men in general from time to time, then you couldn't get a solid seal over your face with that Ooh. gas mask and you would still be vulnerable. Uh, so I, I love pointing this out to people. So everybody, uh, we mentioned Adolf Hitler earlier. So everybody knows Hitler's famous little, like 
tiny little, not even worth your pinky in size mustache. The Charlie Brian Chaplin Anderson. stash. Yeah, the Charlie Chaplin stash, we'll call it. I got to find out what the real mm-hmm. name for that stash is one, uh, one of these days. Well, I mean, today it's just a Hitler stash. Yeah. Everyone gives it to Hitler. Yes. All right. So, yes. And my, my point being, everybody knows Hitler's stash. So once upon a time, believe it or not, we have pictures, so we know this is true. Hitler actually was one of those guys that, oh, he donned the big old grand, like, French merchant aristocratic mustache, which was big with the, with and very the went on. Like, the yeah, like the bicycle uh, uh, handles mm-hmm. on the end. But during one, uh, World War One. He, there was a gas attack in the area where he was stationed. Mm-hmm. He tried to put on his gas mask and he couldn't get a solid seal because his whiskers were too big. Wait, so were people experiencing this like they didn't know that they that the mask didn't work with their beard until it was too late? That is certainly possible. That would suck. So Hitler uh, took the uh, the second chance that I told you about. Since he couldn't get the gas mm-hmm. mask on, he stuck his head. Out above the trench, he found what he thought was presumably the safest place he could, took his chances. Nobody shot at him that oh night, my gosh. unfortunately. But yeah, so he survived. Um, and we know from his own writings on the matter that as soon as that gas attack was over that very night, he went back to his barracks and he shaved off his mustache right then and there. Wow. Don't make the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. Wait, but like, so people always talk about like, Going back in time and killing baby Hitler, like that's like the thought experiment, right? But he could have died in World War One. Yes. Thanks to his facial hair. Yes. So history could have changed right then. Yes. But he was lucky. He was lucky. Yes. Dang. Okay. I can think of at least six million people who would disagree that he that we that the world was the lucky. Oh one. no, I, I'm not saying it's a good thing at all. Just interesting how how things could be different. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he he cut off his beard and he decided mustache. He still wanted. I don't think he had a beard. I don't recall ever seeing a picture of him with a beard. Okay, it so it's just his handlebars. Yeah. Okay. But like, why leave just a little soul patch of a? of a stash like because in that period of time it looks so dumb at that period of time facial hair was still one of those things that was that was manly you had to have a stash or a, a beard you had to have something but what's more important looking manly or like surviving a gas attack and i i get that that's the decision he made but it just seems silly to leave a tiny little post-it note of a stash with what you call the hitler stash he could do both okay he it's... could survive a gas attack and be a manly man for having a mustache. Okay. Personal preference, I guess. You're again, yeah, I think you're judging you're judging fashion of today with uh <laughs> with the culture of the time. True, true, true. Okay, what else can I you tell me? I should say culture of the time and place. Right. What else can you tell me about mustard gas? Uh, that aside from that it was yellow and it was deadly and it was uh, it caused blindness in a lot of people. Okay, uh, I suppose I could tell you how it kills you. So yeah, it caused blindness in an awful lot of people. If I remember correctly, how it kills you is it gets into your lungs mm-hmm. and is, and your lungs can't breathe it. But it kind of um, imagine the, the inside of your lungs is being kind of like a rag. Rags can absorb water. Okay. And then you've got a wet rag after like that. Like a sponge or something. Yeah. Kind of, and if you put a wet sponge over your mouth, you can't breathe through that. Right. So the mustard gas, when it got into your lungs, it would start to collect in the material. The material in your lungs would kind of oh. absorb it like a sponge to water and then you wouldn't be able to breathe anymore yeah. because it's 
saturated your lungs. I believe there was also a bit of a burning sensation that would uh, that would get into your throat and your lungs from it as well. I would imagine. Um, but I I believe you would probably die from the from the uh, I don't know if asphyxiation is the right word. You would die from the not being able to breathe. I would imagine before the burning sensation would kill you. Yeah, that sounds awful. So, I doubt that it was very pleasant. So did all the um, countries in World War One use it? I do not know off the top of my head which countries did and did not use it. I know Germany used it uh, because they're the ones that we read about the most. I do not know who else may or may not have used it. Surely some other people did use it because even the Germans had gas masks. Right. They even had gas masks for the cavalry back then. Or I shouldn't call them gas masks for the cavalry. It was like a whole, you know how you've seen um, like in the Middle Evil shows, the knights will occasionally like, like throw a whole blanket over their horses. Like, oh, like yeah. covers almost everyone of them. Yeah, they had whole things like that that were thrown over the horses oh, for the cavalry. For the horses. Yeah. Do they work? I have no idea. I've seen pictures. I don't recall reading about anybody describing how effective they were at keeping the horses alive. How do you train a horse to not be super annoyed by that? For their whole face to be covered, I would assume. That's a good question. That's a good horse. Wow. Okay. Now, I've also heard of Agent Orange. What's that? Uh, Agent Orange is, I'm going to say, after my time. After we get to the 1950s and beyond, I stop really caring. You lose interest yeah. in history. That's well, yeah, too recent. You lose interest in history. I'm not saying that I don't know nothing. I'm not saying <laughs> that I have no interest. Okay. I spend more of my time reading about the older stuff than I do the younger stuff. Okay. But like, so you don't know anything about Agent Orange? I was hoping I, you could enlighten me. I know that it was uh, that they believed that there were no harmful side effects at the time. I know that they found out only afterwards that, yeah, lots of the people that were working with it, even though they weren't on the receiving weaponized end of it, had all manner of problems that either they themselves had or that they passed on to the next generation. Yeah. Was that also a, a gas used in warfare, though? Is that why I think of the two in the same context? I'd be lying to you if I said I knew. I do okay. not remember off the top of my head whether Agent Orange was a kind of a jelly like napalm, whether it was a gas like mustard, or whether it was a liquid like, um, I don't know, some liquids. Wait, so what's napalm? Napalm? A jelly. Napalm is, is it's, well, I don't know what the professionals would call it. And to my memory from the time that I saw it, or at least what I was told was napalm, it looked very gelatinous like to me. Oh, because I always thought, like, I would think a gas, but I don't know. Nope, it was not a gas. Oh, wait, so we, like, decided that, like, poison gas, bad, no one's going to use it. But then where did napalm and Agent Orange come from? Uh, again, I don't know about Agent Orange, but napalm is not a gas. Napalm is a flammable. Fire is still safe. It's okay to burn people. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just an idiot. I, okay, I'm I keep talking about of... history for all you listening. Fi <laughs> burning people is not acceptable. Bad. No. bad, 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 bad. Do not burn people. Another but in PSA. Warfare, it's all cool. Well, it's not cool. Okay, it's hot. It's <laughs> not what I was going for, but yeah. What's the saying? All fair in love and war. Burning people, fair. That's in war and not in love, though. No, don't set somebody on fire if you love them. Not cool. I would hope nobody needs to hear that you would hope that nobody and then everybody would read warning labels too well yes yes but i i think that's irrelevant because who's gonna like 
have access to a container of napalm to read the warning label. You can burn people with stuff other than napalm. Lighters don't have warning labels that say don't ooh, set ooh, people ooh, on ooh, fire. Ooh, oh, I remember something cool. Cool. What? I, I got to tell you about this with, with, uh, with uh, going back to mustard gas. Okay. All right. So this is hilarious. All right. If you ever get the opportunity, look at some uh, photographs of uh, poison gas cans. Okay. And uh, if they're German ones, they will say on them, gift gas. Gift, gift gas? Gift. You know, like a gift. Yes. Is it written in English or that's, they use the German word for gift gas? That's the German word for poison. Gift. No. Yes. Oh, wait. So it wasn't like a... Because I'm thinking German cans, with you are English and you are reading a German can, you will read the word oh. gift gas like it's a gift. I was thinking that was like something intentional, like to fake people out that it's not this horrible thing. Nope. But that's just the word. It's the German word for poison. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's unfortunate. It's awesome, isn't that's it? That's unfortunate. That's hilarious. I'm pretty sure they pronounced it differently. I don't know. Perhaps, but still, it's cool. Okay. Even if even if the Germans pronounce it differently, if you're an American soldier in yeah. World War One or World War Two, and you're walking along and you see like this canister, even though it's got like a skull and crossbones and a warning label on it, you're gonna read the word "gift gas." But if they read the warning label, <laughs> then they would be fine. Didn't we just talk about <laughs> warning labels several times? In fact, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And besides, the warning labels were probably in German. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. But hopefully no one's stupid enough. Like in war times, open up a can. They don't know what it is. And what would a gift gas be anyways? Poison gas. No, no, no. But like if I was thinking, oh, oh gift gas, it's a good thing. Well, that doesn't make sense. What would uh, so you be? admit you're curious. You'd want to know what was inside that box or that can that yeah. said gift gas. Does it smell like birthday cake or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd yes. be dead. I, I, <laughs> I would be dead. I, I have the I have profound respect for soldiers of every country of every nation that fight for their duty and fight for what's right. But at the same time, one must acknowledge that your common everyday soldier is an idiot. And yes, plenty of them will go along and open stuff on the battlefield. I'm gonna that say that was not right for me to say. I'm not mean to say that common everyday soldiers are idiots. I'm words that that when you take a soldier who's far away from home, hasn't had all that much training or whatnot, is excited to be wherever he's gonna be, like many soldiers were during World War One and World War Two and other wars, then yes, if occasionally you're gonna have that one guy, at least in your unit, that's gonna be the dummy and is gonna say, Ooh, this looks like this uh, is cool, even though it could possibly be dangerous. I'm gonna open it and find out what it is. Well, that's just young men in general. There's yes. a reason that young men have a lower lifespan. So, so there than we women. go. I, I need to apologize for what I said about soldiers. I'm referring to young people in general, and young people are sometimes soldiers. Right. Now I want to know if there's actual documented cases of stupid soldiers in World War One accidentally like accidentally poisoning themselves. I need to know if if there's. Cases I would imagine it would be hard to find. I'd be curious to find out the same thing as, as well, but I'm going to suppose it'd be hard to find because you'd have, I would imagine it would be difficult to distinguish the ones where it was a legitimate accident because some soldiers were being foolish or if it was, uh, or if it was like covered up by as uh, either it was covered up on purpose to say, Oh no, that was an enemy attack. Actually, it was right. mistakenly understood to have been, part of an enemy attack so genuinely people thought that right that was accident was you would attack. assume 
and also the cases of soldiers that did try to hurt themselves. We know there were plenty of soldiers that stabbed themselves, shot themselves, stuck their head or their hands or something else purposely above the trench line, hoping to get a wound so that they could get off the front line. Yeah. And those are just the ones that wanted to maim themselves to get to the hospital, not not counting the ones that were willing to just, you know what, end it all and try to get themselves killed instead of just wounded. Yeah. That's sad. Mm -hmm. War is a sad thing. What's that quote? If war were more fun, we'd do it more often. <laughs> You're uh, impressed, not, right? You're not, impressed? Not, not a bad memory. Okay, actually. what was so it? The, the quote is actually from Robert E. Lee okay. uh, during the Civil War after the Battle of Fredericksburg. Okay. He said, it is well that war is so terrible or we should grow too fond of it. Basically what I said. I, I like the quote, but yes, uh, <laughs> another way of understanding it then. But if war wasn't so terrible, would it be so bad that we were so fond of it? Right. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be war. It could still be war. It just wouldn't be so bad. What, what, is, the, uh, what is the other saying? A rose by any other name? Right. Right. So if it was more fun, it'd still be a rose or war. Right, but war fundamentally means killing people, which I can't see how that could be spun to be good. You're telling me that if I asked Alexa right now she and to define war, she would say killing people. Actually, it probably is in the definition. It's gotta be. It has to be. Have you never heard of the Cola Wars? How many people okay. died during the Cola Wars? That's Have you fair. never heard of the Rock and Roll Wars? How many people died? Okay, that's probably a bad example. Lots of drugs, lots of violence. Um... Uh, when you said cola wars yes i thought you said cold wars the first time did anyone die in the cold wars war is there only asking one asking me that cold are you sincerely war. asking me that or is this another one of your you're just trying to infuriate me questions? no no i want to no did anybody die in the cold war yes people died in the cold war okay lots so, of people died in the cold war okay so i think i'm gonna we're gonna have to do an episode about that then give me strike I'm sorry. Are you though? I'm sorry. Are you sorry? You. Maybe a little, a little uh, bit. Calm down, calm down. Inner <laughs> peace. History um, has a lot of ugly things. For everybody that had something cool, where hey, my ancestors did this cool thing, there's somebody else to say, yeah, to my ancestors they did. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to ask you about the Cold War some other time, mm -hmm. because clearly I don't know anything about the Cold War. Mm -hmm. Like, I know there was conflict, but it never occurred to me that anybody died. They had heaters also. I knew that. Did you, though? Maybe. Uh okay, but they didn't use mustard gas in the Cold War. No. Good to know. Because like on the battlefield. Because, like, you know, spicy mustard, it's a little, little hot, a little bit of heat. Spicy mustard is good stuff. All right. Do you have any parting words? Anything else? Oh, if only I could. <laughs> all right. Then we'll stop there. Thank you all for listening. If you liked what you heard, then please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a five-star review. Which one am I reading? The second one. The second one. Okay. Uh, just be sure to specify in your message if nope. it's... Nope. You said the second one. He doesn't know how to read a script. You. It's the there second you. one that says my name. The first one that says your name, the second one total. You didn't specify that. You should put that on the warning label.
I read I, warning labels. I should put it on the warning kinda, label. Sort of. You know what? Actually, I don't think I have heard a warning label. You're ridiculous. I check the warning labels on our kids' medications. Other than that, no, I don't that's, think I read warning labels. That's important. I'm an adult. That's like bare minimum. Okay, so read your script. Okay, um, let's see here. If you would like to hear a future episode with more information about today's topic, email us or send a message on Instagram. Also, please contact us if you have a silly question idea or if there's something from history that you would love to learn about. Okay, am I reading that one now? Yes. Because, you know, I tried to read that one before and you got mad at me. And I don't want I you to get mad at me before. You get mad at me. Go that. ahead. Okay, so... Uh, just be sure to specify in your message if it's silly or serious, because we don't want to treat a genuine quest for knowledge like about gases, poison gases, sorry, uh, as a joke. <laughs> All right, thank you. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. recording you sure like right now i'm sure like says, but like at this moment it's recording everything it says recording it's not like warming up like there's no like five minute warm up oh, or anything it does say 30 minutes max uh, i didn't see that before see okay. this is what happens when you don't read things okay so if we wanted to record more than a half an hour in one go mm -hmm. then we would have to record elsewhere on our computer and then upload it to anchor okay Okay, so we just got to keep an eye on that so we know when to get recorded. Huh? Ah. And then I can stitch the together. I gotcha. Okay, we ready? I suppose I'm ready. Okay. <laughs>